Welcome to the Light Lounge. This is Thomas. I'm a lighting designer in New York City. Today we're going to start with a little awareness exercise. Before the first interview is actually launching, what will be the next episode, we will have a look in the space you are in right now at that exact moment. Enjoy at this little teaser before we start with interviews. Hello everyone, thank you very much for checking in again. This is another teaser before we jump into the very exciting interviews with designers, architects, creators, artists, and people who are working with light and have a higher sense and awareness of light where I would love to invite you to get to that everyone who's listening to this podcast can understand and can feel the light and how important the lighting actually is in every every aspect in our lives and environments. How much we can increase our productivity, our well-being, our relaxation, how we can increase the well-being in our so, so surroundings and environments and also for other people. So in order to start and to give you this little piece of awareness and inspiration and potentially help, I would like to invite you to actually join this little exercise. So regardless where you are right now, we always can we always can determine that the lighting condition for every individual person is always different and absolutely unique. And depending on the perspective, it is always changing. Daylight is always changing over time. No day is exactly the same because we are moving, the sun is moving, the earth is moving, the earth is turning, and we always have different angles over the year and over every time, or, I mean, over every day and every hour. So this is common sense. In general, everyone has a very good understanding and very good feeling about light. Maybe not the understanding yet, but the feeling. In order to, in order to enhance this feeling, I would like you regardless where you are, I hope you're standing or sitting somewhere, I would like you to invite you, or I would like to invite you to, first of all, exhale, inhale and exhale. Just like a standard breathing exercise inspired by meditation, where you become just more aware of what is happening within you, what we are basically interested in, because we want to know how you as user of the space feel. So let's do it together. And exhale. So depending if you are inside or outside, doesn't matter. Have a good connection to the ground. Have a look on the floor. What do you actually see? Do we have stone? Do we have wood? Is it grass? Or is it potentially snow? Is it just pavement? Is it the street? Whatever it is, have a look and how does it feel? Is it like a rough surface or is it a reflecting surface? Is it a white floor in a museum, for example? Or is it just a dirty kitchen floor you are potentially in? 
Now lift your head and turn it to the left and right and look into the space you are in right now. Do you feel any glare? Do you feel that there is something when you squeeze your eyes, where is the brightest point in the room? Is there is the lighting moving? Is there reflection? Is there are there potentially moving cars outside, moving cars around you? Do you have potentially candles in your room if you listen to it at night? Is it Does it feel warm? Does it feel cold? So in order to sharpen our understanding, it is important to ask questions about the space. Is the lighting in the space... Does it feel right for the purpose of the space? If we are, for example, if you are in a restaurant, do you feel that it is too bright or is it actually too dim? If you are in a hospital, do you feel the lighting is appropriate that the doctor or the nurse can see every little detail during the examination? Keep breathing. Very important to sort of. It always helps me to get the, to get the sense of the space. So in general, lighting designers when they come into a space, and that's that's just another general observation, and behavior. How we actually learned to see, is of course during daylight, and by the daylight I mean of course the sun. We learn to see in over the hundreds and thousands of years. So during the day, we had the sun. And the later the day, the lower the light source, because then at a point where we had actually fire, the light sources were actually lower and the lighting would actually come up. Okay, that's just a little bit on the side. Back to your space you are in right now. So look up. In the ceiling, what kind of ceiling do we have? Do we have a flat, specular ceiling? Do we have one of these ugly... Let me take that back. At this point, of course, we don't want to judge, but do you have like this raster uh, grid ceiling that we see often in very low-end building qualities? Do we have downlights or do we have like these two by four? Do we have these panels? What do we have? If you look on the wall, do we have wall sconces? How do the wall sconces look like? Is it like one of these ever seen up light, down light elements where you see the scallop on the wall? The scallop is usually the throw of a directional light source. Or do we have a soft glowing element that potentially like reaches around the room and gives you a nice confident feeling. So all these questions that I've asked, these are of course questions you are going to, to de determine and answer yourself. Most important, do we see any glare? And is the glare actually sparkle that is actually delightful? Or is the glare harmful? Does the glare prevent you to 
deliver the task what you are intending to do. One thing that I realized over the time is that the pain level of people is actually quite high in terms of the spectrum of excitement about light. So on the one hand, we have all the colorful moving light that is more event light in the city at an architecture where people, and I'm generalizing here, that have people that have not a deeper sense for aesthetics or a deeper sense for lighting, they always like this. It's always a little bit like fireworks made with light. I mean, with architectural light, fireworks itself, of course, like a form of light as well, but always a much, much more momentum heavy component. With the event light, it's the same. It's like only there for a short amount of time. But when we are concerned with architectural lighting, people in general don't recognize it at all. And it can be so bad and so inappropriate for the space that people usually only have the feeling and they say, oh, it's a space I don't feel comfortable in. It's a bad space. I don't like it. I don't spend my time in there. And until they understand and determine, oh, it's actually the lighting, the lighting needs to be so bad that it prevents them from doing the task that they would like to perform in the space. So what I would like you to do is to determine today in the space you are in right now to look around you and get a feeling for the space that the feeling you have for the space can tell you if the lighting in your surrounding feels actually good or bad connected to the space you're in right now. If we are in the outside world, if you are in the exterior, of course we are more determined by the nature, the architecture surrounded, that surrounds us, that surrounds you. And of course there are a lot of elements that we can alter as well and design and shape. In the interior spaces even more where we potentially collaborate with interior designers, architects, to determine how people want or should or are invited to feel in the space. On this little note and exercise, I'm very excited for the upcoming interviews. I'm going to upload every week one interview or one piece of audio note about light. And I'm already very excited about the next interviews coming up and the next audio note about how you can improve your lighting. I'll speak to you very soon. If you have any questions or concerns or just want to say hi, please find me on Instagram under Thomas underscore Mnich. And I'm very, very excited to hear from you and speak further and more about you. Furthermore, to speak with you about light. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy.